Welcome to Daf Gimel Amud Rishon. Make a fast review of yesterday in 60 seconds. So what did we learn about yesterday? We learned about Bishach B'chav Komecha. Our starting time is when you go to sleep for our beat, right? We chose our beat first for one of two reasons. Either because it is, it is Bishach B'chav first in the Pasuk, or because Vihari Volker. Good. Why we choose Kohanim is the time. We want to tell you Chidush that Seyit Kohanim is the time the Kohanim eat. They don't have to wait for the morning. And after every, all the dust settled, we said there are five starting times, five starting times for the Kriyat Shema. There might be a sixth starting time if you use Plagam and Chakon to Rabbi Yehuda. Five or six starting times. And ending times, we have four. What are the four ending times? Either the earliest one is the the man, the poor guy finishing its eating. Ashmura Rishona. Ashmura Rishona. Four hours. Chatzot and Alot HaShachar. Beautiful. That's the whole story. That's what we learned yesterday. No more, no less. Okay. Here we go. Ad Sof HaAshmura. Okay. Sir Biliezer expressed himself as the end of the Ashmura. My Kasavar Biliezer. What does he hold? We're going to see there's a machloket. Are there three mishmarot with four-hour units? So just express yourself as four hours in. If there's four mishmarot with three-hour intervals, tell me till three hours. There are three mishmarot with four hours each. The reason why I use that word Mishmarari Shona is he wanted to let you know that there are indicators down here that match with the heavenly uh, occurrences upstairs. God roars like a lion. Hashem from above Yishag, he roars Ma'on Kolo, and from his holy abode, he lets out a voice. Sha'og Yishag, why is he roaring? Al Navehu, on his, on his dwelling that has been destroyed. Now, how do I know? Now, it happens in each Mishmar, and as we learned in Shulchan Aruch, that's why it's an opportune time to pray for the Beit HaMikdash, because that's when Hashem is, is being moved about the Beit HaMikdash. Now, how do you know what these times are? You don't have a watch? So I'm going to give you a siman. Siman ledavar mishmar rishona. How do I know that I'm in the first mishmar? Chamor no air. When the donkeys bray, it's the first mishmar. I'm going to ask a question on this in a moment. Shniyah, the second mishmar. Chavim saw came, the dogs are barking. Shlishit, the third mishmar. Tinok yone mishteim. Oh, that's when ladies nurse, the baby gets up. And isham is in balam. Those days you got up in the morning, your wife was up with you. And that was your schmoozing time with her. Before you went out, before you got out of bed and went to shul, you'd spend a few minutes with your wife. Good. So now I'm going to ask a question. My kachashir b'liyazer, when he's giving us these indicators, are these indicators the beginning of the watch or the end of the watch? Itchilat mishmarot kachashir is the beginning of the watch. Itchilat mishmarari shanasi Who needs to know the beginning of the first mishmar? The beginning of the first mishmar is obvious. It's when it's dark. I don't need any indicators. It's dark. I don't know what time it is at 10 o'clock. I know what time it is at 6 o'clock. It's dark. So what do I need, what I need a sign for? Urtahu. So if you saw at the beginning and the 
donkey's brays at six o'clock. I don't need a donkey bray. I see the sun setting. Okay, Elamai. No, he means ten o'clock. So at ten o'clock, the donkey brays at ten. You don't got to tell me the end of the last Mishmar. I see the sun coming out. So I don't need the beginning of the first Mishmar. I don't need the end of the last Mishmar. So why are you giving me indicators for? Good? So the Mishmar says, El, I'll tell you what he's doing. It's a little bit of a chidush being the brighter. The donkeys don't bray at 6 o'clock. The donkeys bray at 10 o'clock. Good? That's donkey braying time. And when I'm talking about the lady talking to her husband, she's not talking to her husband at 6 a.m. She's talking to her husband at 2 a.m. Four hours before that. No, at the beginning of the end of the night. Right, the beginning of the end. That's what, which is also a little odd. That's when you talk to your wife at two in the morning? That's when the baby woke up. That's when the baby woke up. Okay. And the middle one, we talked about the dog's barking, it's the middle of the middle one. Which is midnight. Good. That's answer one. Ibaidema. I think this is, the, is this the second Ibaidema we had so far? And we should all know Ibaidema always means that there's a weakness in each shot. That's why I have to give you a second one. We're only talking about ends. These are all ends, which makes more sense that the husband's talking to his wife at the end. What do I need that? What do I need the last one for? So says, What do I need to know when the mishmar is over? When the kriat kriyat shema. It's a kriyat shema indicator. That's ten, two, and six. It's it's six o'clock. The guy's in a dark house. He doesn't know when kriyat shema is. So for the guy in the dark house, the question was, it's, it's light outside, the guy in the dark house. Again, I don't, even, I don't understand exactly what it has to do with Kriyat Shema, because Kriyat Shema is not connected to uh, Nets. It's not connected to that exact time. Uh, it's, it's actually, it's a little bit before. I mean, when he hears that, he may probably missed it already. Emanates. Emanates, the third parrot. So I say emanates, even though it's a little before the nets. What? I'm just saying, but it's it's really a few minutes before nets. I mean, if you pray nets, most people that pray nets, they don't. They don't do their Shema at Nates. They do the Amidah at Nates. And your Shema at Nates. Okay. okay. You say, God, I say, I'm going to Nates. Yeah. Remember, he came a few times, right? He took us to the back. All right, Badani. Amar B'Yitzhak Bar Shmuel. Mishmei Derav. You hear people talking, I don't know. Amar B'Yitzhak Bar Shmuel. Mishmei Derav. Shalosh Mishmerot Havalayla. There are three Mishmars, like we just said before. Rabbi Yezer is going with Rabbi Yitzhak Bar Shmuel. Similar uh, thing. And again, as uh, Eli Beta told us, we're going to Asra B'Tevet. And again, our first daf yomi coinciding with the date. Volmer, and he says, Woe to the sons, that do to their sins, I destroyed my house, and I burnt my hechal, so, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, every night at these times, is bemoaning the Chorban. Tanya, 
Amar Biosi, Pamachata Yitim Alech Baderach. I was going on the road. Pay attention, we'll tell you nice Torah that we said a few times already. He's Mahalech Baderach. There's Ovrei Derachim and Holchei Derachim. Remember that one, Mars? Yes. So we got it was Mahalech Baderach. He's taking advantage of all the opportunities. Very good, yes, very good. And I went into one of the rooms with Palel. Eliyahu was waiting outside. He was waiting until I finished praying. Why'd you go praying? Should pray outside. I was afraid of the ovrei derachim, not the holchei derachim. What's the difference? Says the Benishchai. Holchei derachim means. I'm on the journey. I appreciate the journey. So, if someone stops me, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. They just want to get there. They want to jump over. They want to be over the derech. And therefore, if they see someone, they're going to knock them over. So, I, I'm a whole derech guy. But I was afraid of the ovrei derechim that will knock me over. Those are the guys that beep when you stop to let your grandma out of the car. Ba'amali hayalcha with palel tefillah ketzara. You should have prayed a shorter prayer. I learned three things from him. Lamati number one, we'll find out soon. Don't walk into old runes. You could, you could pray on the road. If you do pray on the road, we'll find out later what that is. What noise did you hear? Now the rabbis point out, it says Hashem roars like a lion. And over here, he's like a dove. Why the change? Because in the Bet Midrash, or in the shul, there's a love between Klai Yosef and the Jewish people. So he's not roaring like a lion. When it comes to shul, it's like a dove. Because he's in love with the Jewish people, and a dove is a loyal mate. Shemehemet kayona. Vomeret oil banim shabonotem echrafti et beiti. Woe to the children that due to their sins, I destroyed my house. Sarafti techali, I burnt my echal, v'glati benomot. So it means that a Kadosh Baruch Hu is crying over, oh, means the father feels worse for the sons, and the son feels bad for the father. We forgot about him, like the kid in camp. The kid forgot about his parents, and the parents are uh, missing that he's, he's away. Ramali and Eliyahu Navi told me, Chayecha I swear, Lo Shazu Bilvad Omer Kach, you didn't just happen to get lucky and stumble on it. El Bechol Yom Vayom Shalosh Pami Omer Kach. It happens three times a day. Not just the three times a day, which I think are the three Mishmars. Multiple times. Whenever they go into Shul, which is Amen Yeh He shakes his head back and forth. Fortunes the king that's praised in his house. What does a father have in his life if his sons are exiled? And woe to the children. So let's pause a moment. A few lessons we learned over here. They're not ready to come back yet. Lesson number one is, HaKadosh Baruch wants us back. He'd love to have us back, but we're not rehabilitated yet. Lesson number two is, there still is a table. We're not by the table, but there's still a table. God's sitting at his table, and he's sending us food from his table, getting everything with the table. The only difference is we're not by the table. Nothing changed. He's still supporting us, taking care of us, looking after us. We're just not by the table. We don't see him. Good. Now, famous Tosfot you mu- we must read. Although we don't do Tosfot on a general basis, this is a must read. Last Tosfot on the page. Onin. Got it, Mosh? Onin Yehei Shmei Rabba Gadol Mavorach. Mikan Yesh L'Stor, Mashi Peresh Maksovitri, Yehei Shmei Rabba. 
What is Yehei Shemei Rabba? Shazu Tfilash Mutpalim Shemalei Shmo. Means Yehei Shemei Rabba. His name should be great. So, not, not his name is great, because Yehei Shemei Hagadol. Is the word Gadol describing his name, or is that the prayer? So those that want to explain it as, his name should be great. Not Shemei Rabba, his great name, but his name should be great. That's why there's a machok. You look over there, you see it's You see the shmei over there on the shine. It's shin mem hey. There's a machok on how you spell shmei. Is it shin mem hey or shin mem yud hey? So they did it without the yud over there. On the top of the memorial, shin mem hey. So they want to read it as shmei shem yud hey. Shmei means I want the name of Yud Hey. The shame Yud Hey should be Rabba. Kolomar shanumit palim sheishmo gadol v'shleim v'orach olam. Olam habitzvil acheret. Yeshmi v'orach. Yehei shmo hagadol v'orach. And Olam is another thing. So why don't I like this? There's no one around. The Kamar hacha Yehei shmei hagadol v'orach. So it's filachati. It's not Yehei shmei gadol and then v'orach another thing. We're not praying his name. That's not one separate prayer. It's his great name should be blessed. You see from the Hebrew words here. What? What are you saying? No, you. Okay. You're there? Okay. Machloket. Machloket. You never noticed that one? Okay. Machloket. Okay. Now, next thing. Next thing in the Tosfot. Uh, first words, Hagadol Mevorach. Eddie, Eddie, um, why do we say uh, Kaddish in Aramaic? Good, very good. Because the angels don't understand. The Gam Masha Omrim HaOlam, and also what the Olam says, Lakach Omrim Kaddish Bilashon Aramit. Why do we say Kaddish in Aramaic? It's a beautiful praise. We don't want things to understand. I don't agree with that either. What's so special about this? The answer is, they want to say, because this is the one that makes them cry. We don't want the angel would jam. If they knew that this prayer was making Hashem cry, they would stop it. They understand what you're saying right now. They didn't pick it up yet? Good question. Good question. They what? They don't know. They don't connect two and two. The world stands on two things. On Kadosh, Kadosh that we say in, in Uval Zion, And on Chaim Bokas, Kadosh, after learning. Shayu. That's why the Yetzirah gets involved with Chaim Bokas Kaddish and no one can match his pace because it's such a powerful thing. And since we want the, the power of that Kaddish that said after learning to be understood by those people that said it in those days of Aramaic, they switch it to Targum so everyone should understand what Amen Yeshmer means. That's the so second shot, correct? Good. Fine. Bottom of the page. There's three reasons why you should not go into an old building. And the Gemara is going to explain why I need each one of the three. Because we'll be case where I can only have one out of the three and not three out of the three. What are the three reasons? Number one, maybe there's a zona hiding in there. This is an undercover uh, Beit Zonot. 
Number two, Mnei Amapolit, it might collapse on you. Number three, Mnei Amazikim, because the demons. Demons hang out there. Now, Mnei Amapolit, what do you need the reason of Amapolit? When does that ever apply? Typically, Mishum Amapolit. I always have the fear of falling down. So who cares about Amapolit? The answer is Bechalati. It's a newer old building, and the chances of falling are less. What, the question? The question is, I what do I need three reasons? What, what do I ever need the Cheshad reason? Isn't that Sakana enough of a reason? Because it's going to collapse. The answer is, I'll find your building, it's not going to fall. What about the demons? Isn't that enough of a reason? So again, why do I need Cheshad? Betray. There's two people that are going inside, and demons are not scared of two people. So it's, in, it's a building that's not going to collapse. There's two guys walking and not Mizikim. I still don't want you to do it. It's not going to collapse. It's a newer room. What is a new means it's not that old. I don't know. It's it's been newly vacated. Yes, it's a ruin. It's vacated. So now again, so there's two guys walking into this building that is has scaffold. It's not falling down. I still don't want you to do it because the zona. So the says, "E betray chashad namileka." Two guys the zona. The answer is yes. Betray upritzi. If you remember Masechet Kiddushin, upritzi guys good. Two men, one woman, two women, one right, man. Right, right. Upritzi guys don't do nothing. One was good. To will with their preachies. Low characters. Now, second reason. What do I need the reason of falling down? In order to use the reason of falling down means there has to be a case where that's the only reason. That means I need this reason because the other two won't show up. So give me the scenario where I'm not afraid of Zonot, I'm not afraid of of uh, Mazikin, and I'm afraid of falling down. More than two guys. The answer is betray the Kashri. The two kosher guys, Mazikim aren't there, and Tebel Shachshat. I'm sorry. Period. Next, Mitnei Mazikim. My third reason. I'm afraid of demons. What well, I need demons for? What about the fact that there's a zona there? What about the fact fall down? Tebel Shachshat. My pullet. The chovach It's a new one, so it's not going to fall down. U betray v'kashri. It's two kosher guys, and it's Mazikim. He says, hold on, that doesn't make sense. He betray Mazikim Namalekas. There's two kosher guys going in, there should be no problem at all. So that gives a new answer. Since it's a haunted house, that's their place. Two guys are not enough for a haunted house. That was the answer before. Two guys. We're switching now. Good. It's on one guy, there's, there's demons there, and it's not going to fall down. So what about the zona? The kai bedabra. It's out in the in the in the fields. It seems that they even in those even though they had these zona hangouts, the ladies would not be in the fields. So I'll find you a case where there's no zona because you're not going out to that area. Good. Wonderful. Zona not worried about collapsing. It's not collapsing. Tanu <laughs> Making a living. Tanu rabbanan. We said before as we machloket how to break up my 12 hours into three units of four or four units of three. I repeat, machloket how to break up the hours. Four units of three, three hours of four. Three units of four. God roars three times. That was according to Rebeliezer. Good. Rebeliezer tells you. It's an each rabbi is going to have his reason from Pesukim. My time is going to be a gidon gidon and a hundred people came. The time was the beginning of the middle mishmar. So if it's the middle, you can't, if you, how many, how many boys in your family? 
Three? Who's the middle? Four. Four. Who's the middle child? There's no middle child. There's four kids. So, you can only have a middle child with three kids. You can't have a middle child with four kids. So if it's the middle mishmar, there's got to be three. One of the two middle ones, which is a little docha. Where'd you get three or four from? Five or seven? Uh, Rab Natan. Rab Natan. It doesn't say the word the middle of the middle. Tichonaktiv. Okay. So that's that's the that's the push for three mishmars. The term middle. My time with the Rebbe. I'm Rabbi Zvika, I'm Rabbi Ami, I'm Yeshua ben Levi, Dichtiv. Katuv Echad Omer, Chatzot Laila Kum Lodot Lach Al Mishpatei Tzidkecha. David Melech says, I get it, Chatzot, to praise you. Katuv Echad Omer, Kadmu Einai Ashmurot. I got up two Mishmars before everybody else. So how do I get up in Chatzot two Mishmars? If there's four Mishmars, so the beginning of the, of the, of the, of the third Mishmar is, is dead center. So I, the two pistols can work out. Why do the Mishmars need to be equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. Each the first one is the two same. Hours, the next one's four. Ha, Kate said, Abba Mishmar, Tabayla must be this four. So he's in the beginning of the third, he has two behind him? He's got two behind him and two ahead of him. Oh, one second. When David Melech says, I got up two Mishmars early, it meant I got up eight hours early than everybody else. Getting up is not at Nate's. Getting up is when the kings get up. So it's it's six hours plus two hours because the king, we say Kriyat Shema at the end of the third hour because the king gets up an hour before that to get himself ready to pray and that, fine. So therefore, Shittalel, I have six hours from Chatzol. So I got up eight hours before everybody else. So regular kings get up at eight o'clock. Regular kings get up at eight. I get up two Mishmars before the kings, which is at Chatzol. It doesn't mean the two mishmars. It means two mishmars worth of hours. Midnight. Yes. Avash I can call a mishmar and a half a mishmar. So six hours early is called Ashmar. Okay. Amrav Zrika, Amrav Ami. This is a tangent because you mentioned his name before, like will happen quite often. Well. But I'm Levi. There's a barmina, a dead body there. He had a funeral. Do not talk about things other than things that are relative to the dead, dead person. Amr of Abba Barkana, out of respect, don't talk about nonsense. Law Ma'al with the Torah. Opinion number one is, don't say a Dvar Torah because he's going to get jealous unless it's a Dvar Torah in relation to him. You want to say a eulogy, fine. I will merely tell him, you want to talk about the Yankees? You can talk about the Yankees. You don't care about the Yankees anymore. Before he's buried. If I can't say Dvar Torah in front of him because it's not respectful, I'm not talking about Surely I shouldn't be talking about the Yankees. So my chokit, if you could talk about the Yankees in front of a dead body. Okay. Next. Huh? We're talking about the Mets because they like a dead. He got up at halfway. He got up at halfway. I got up at Neshef, which is the beginning of the night. My Dainefesh Urtu, how do you know? So it sounds like uh, he, he was up earlier. Early evening. He didn't mean I got up at Chatzol. I wasn't sleeping at Chatzol. 
Ad Chatzot Hamamit Manem Kesus. He was on and off. We can't be like having Berkadi. So he wasn't sleeping, but he was uh, catnapping. Avashim are Ad Chatzot Lailo Osek B'Divrei Torah. We can't be like Mishirot Litish Bachot was Tilim time. Ask the Gemara, Nefesh Neshef Orto is Neshef the night. Hanefesh Safrahu. I have a pasuk that tells me Neshef is the morning. From Neshef till the evening. So it sounds like Neshef is the morning. From the morning to night. So Neshef means night from the context. But be morning. Morning. Means from the from the evening to the evening. The says, why are you switching names? The word Neshef could be used in two contexts. Neshef means to move, to change. There's a Neshef lelia va'at yamama, but Neshef yamama va'at lelia. The word Neshef just means to move. But David, David, does he know? How can he say I got a bechatzol? Does he know what chatzol is? Has to Moshe Rabbeinu love yada. The kiv kachatzol talay al niyotzei b'toch mitzrayim. We'll see. We know there's other answers to this. Right now, the Gemara is saying, "My kachatzot, ilay mamale kuchabrihu kachatzot." God saying kachatzot, mikasvei kamishmai. God has the doubt. The Malle bachatzot, vat yivu ma kachatzot. Hashem said chatzot, Moshe said chatzot. Al masapkale, David have yada. Answers David simana havale. David had some kind of alarm system that Moshe did not have the uh, ability. David. He had a harp above his bed. A northern wind came in Oshevbo and blew in it. the harp started to play. The Chachamim came to him in the morning. I was always bothered. I forgot I once saw an answer, but I don't remember it now. It sounds like this is a daily occurrence. Every morning they come to the same story. We don't have parnasah. What's the problem? Do business with each other. We don't have enough, enough, uh, enough for everybody. You can't fill up a pit from its own dirt. We need some outside sources. Go out and fight. Miad yotzim b'achitofel. They advise b'achitofel. Nimlachim b'sanadrin. They get permission b'sanadrin. Shalim borim b'tumim. They get everything set. Amir b'yosef ma'ikra, because it says achrei achitofel binyau binyau yadav yivatar b'sar saval melch yoav. Achitofel zeyoetz. Achitofel gave us the advice. V'chein amar v'atzat achitofel. Hashem yatsim mehem. Hashem yishal ish b'dvaral kim asking achitofel is like asking a prophet. Binyau binyau yadav first to sanadrin. So the have another name called Kratiu Plati. means to cut Kortim Divrahem, they cut their words clearly. Plati Muflaim, their wonders with Divrahem. So David Amelech was just reporting his daily schedule. And basically this daf, what are the takeaways from this daf? Takeaways from the daf are. How many mishmars do we have? Four, four or three. Four. The three mishmarot are connected to God's uh, crying. Uh, uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu, besides crying at those three times, cries when we have Kaddish. Uh, we learned lessons of three reasons not to walk into a mapolet, whether because of Cheshad or Mazikim or, uh, ma- or, 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 or Cheshad, Mazikim, where it's going to fall down on you. And then uh, and that's the story. Have a wonderful evening. Bye.